Bonjour, 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 euh, ce c'est le podcast C'est ça que tu veux. Moi, je suis Julia Ladkowitz et je suis avec mon co-host, Matt O'Brien. Comment ça va, Matt? Yes. <laughs> We already lost so many listeners thinking that this is a French-only podcast. But, or... Or we gained... All More, of France. Yes. Thank you to our new French listeners. I hope our high energy and act outs please you in a Jerry Lewis kind of way. I don't know if high act, high energy act outs translates to like French France or if that's just like Quebec French. I think it's both. I've, I've, I mean, I know not much of the world, but I have been told that the French enjoy high energy act outs. I mean, I, we are we are French and influenced then with our comedy because that's what we're all about. That's what Canadians are all about. That's why we, we be, we've been labeled Canadians when we come off stage, even though we don't say we're Canadian on stage. Also, remember that I did that freaking show at Just for Laughs where it was only French people in the crowd and I had to go super high energy even though they didn't know what I was saying and I still did pretty good. Yeah, because they were like, look at this man just flopping around. Look at this look man. Look at this actual clown. Yeah, I'm literally all limbs and then a sturdy midsection. I'm like a beetle. But not the musician, if you were thinking that. You're more like the Grinch. I'm a bit Grinchish, <laughs> depending on how much salt I've had. No, you're um, beautiful and you're perfect. Thank you very much. Welcome back to another episode. We're back from a big trip. Oh, yeah. Back from... A, we had a little bit of hiatus because we were off... Um, sorry, I, off of me. I'm it's jabbing Matt Jabbing with my into my feet. lower back. I don't know why you're doing this. Because it's comfortable for me. That's good. Anyway, we came back from a trip where we were whining and dining and sliming around town. Oh, I slimed so much. We had we had a good slime. Um, and now we've we've been responsible for the past week. It's good to be back. Matt, how are you feeling today? I feel great. We, we had a real garbage but ass shit week of destroying the insides of our body while keeping the outsides sparkling clean yeah we were we were scrubbing our 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 butts and, yes. and dicks and pussies our holes unlike the celebs of today am i we'll right we'll get to that story we'll get to that trend. or we could just mention it right now there seems yeah. to be a trend of celebrities not bathing themselves and jake gyllenhaal has just been outed today that he doesn't bathe regularly because he thinks the body naturally cleans itself, which is probably one of the stupidest it's things. It's not an oven. It's not a It's not a cast iron pan. Your body's not a cast iron pan, Jake Gyllenhaal. If you're listening, imagine he does. Um, yeah, Rochelle Lazan actually has a, a good joke about that, about like her boyfriend coming back... Um, Coming back from work and always like wanting to bang or something like that. And anyway, his dick being dirty and she's like, it's something about seasoning. Anyway, I'm butchering the joke. Rochelle is on. Look her up. Check comedian, her up. very funny. But also another comedian of the who follows this podcast and good friend of ours, Christina Walkinshaw, oh. is a self-proclaimed non-bather. Except here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> she bays. She bays. She plays it up, just being like, I'm not a sticky person. But she's still she's not crazy. She's not like celebrity rich being like, I have kids and I don't wash them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you're Jake Gyllenhaal, because uh, the other celebrities were Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunas uh, <laughs> saying that they don't bathe their kids regularly because they're like, they don't need it. First of all, it's a kid. You got to put that thing. A kid is the dirtiest. Through the rinser. It's the dirtiest little put thing. It, put it on. Put it in the dishwasher and extend it dry. You need yeah. to like really 
really I have gotten fact. mega sick colds, flus, just being near some children. Remember we went to Disneyland that one time and a kid, a kid literally coughed, coughed in your into beer. my beer. <laughs> and then the next day I was, I was wrecked with an, a capital T at the end. I was destroyed. I don't know what the hell that kid was had floating around his Petri dish mouth. Dirty little idiot. Um, anyway, we'll have kids soon. But especially if you're that rich, if you're Jake Gyllenhaal, Mila Kunas rich, you can just you like the showers you can afford the the cleaning of your body that the soaps my god the options you have and they're not even taking any of it apparently and it's like also like black twitter you know reacted to this and they're like what the fuck is wrong with white people it's rightfully white. so and they're like yeah. what a privilege to be like oh i don't bathe they're like if we said that like people would be like oh you're dirty you're disgusting but like white rich people just being like just, it's not for me it's not for me Shut i have up. everything and that the, the simplest thing is not for me i say this all the time and maybe we talked about this on the podcast a few mm. weeks ago but there's a comedian and i think it's chris robinson who has a joke about white people not washing their legs yeah and, and then that came out as like a viral thing on twitter i think uh, a while ago i'm sure many people have said it but I think about it every time I wash my legs. Like every single time I wash my legs, which I don't scrub my legs every single shower. No, you wash them. You just like give them a one up and up yeah, and down. A little, little. That's and what I thought. Because when that came out that they're like, most people don't wash their legs. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought when you were in the shower, you, you washed your body. You you really wash. You, you loofah and you get into every crevasse. I get foam in every crack. See, if Especially I do that, one. I get way too dry. So I understand the thing about the natural oils and whatnot. Nah. But you still fucking rinse your dirty puss and butt. Yeah, there's one of the holes pits. on your body is, is releasing shit. And let me tell you, it's not a clean exit most of the time. So watch that at least. That's why we need a bidet. We I looked into it the other day. The other, other bidet. bidet. Mm. Uh, yeah. They're more expensive than you think. I'm trying to get... I mean... There's so many people. Let's comedians. get a bidet sponsor. I'm trying. Okay, we're going to get a bidet sponsor, and we're also going to get a can sponsor because, oh, it's happy hour. It's chappy hour. Happy it's chappy, chappy hour. It's chappy, happy chappy hour. We're not drinking alcohol. No, we're not. But we are drinking a can, C-A-N, backwards N. It's a cannabis-infused social tonic. This particular one is ginger lemongrass, 2 milligrams THC, 4 milligrams CBD. Yes. Um, it's it's delicious. There's no it's non-GMO, no stevia, no artificial flavors, no gluten. Get out of here, GMOs. Handcrafted in California, lightly sweetened, all natural flavor, not from concentrate. Free advertising for them. Honestly, I'm trying to give them like a little taste of what's to come if they give us free product or whatever. Maybe after this, we tweet at them. Maybe this is what they want. They want us to, to actually tag them and be like, listen, we mentioned your can. Yeah. Can we? Like, that'll be your job. I will do You're that. You're the advertising of this. I'm the Here's tech the thing. Guy. You have more followers, though. So you would also need to do it from your I account. I would retweet it. Or I would, I would I would, participate in some capacity. Because I did. I did. Because um, I got an order of it. I got quite a few. Because we're trying not to drink. And so far, quite successful. Pretty good. Um, pretty, so I got an good. order from them. And I'm like, well, because I had a coupon. I'm like, I may as well order more. So I got this nice box. So I did like the fastest little unboxing video. And I tagged them in it. And they like liked it on Instagram. I'm like, hmm. We got to go deeper. I know. I do need to go deeper. I got to get high and dress up like one of their cans and run around the neighborhood that's actually not a bad idea not a terrible idea be like i'm so high i'm paranoid <laughs> no but that's, the flavors that's the whole thing <laughs> that's that's the really nice thing about these 
products and i we are not sponsored by them not yet they calm you down they're just it's a nice amount of high because yeah. sometimes an edible is just like wah wah wee wah and you don't know how it's going to affect you we but have a bag of edibles in there that we've had for a little bit they're little gummies they're tiny little guys and apparently they're 10, 10 milligrams but you could tell me it's black market heroin and i would believe you we take bites I mean, we take little bites and you're we're goosed out of our moose for the rest of the night not it's, even a full one not even full one a little nubs and i know that i'm gonna get goosed because i take a nub and i'm like oh that was like bitter bitter big nubs you can taste the weed in them it's like i feel like the the machine was malfunctioning and within the malfunction it was like thuk, 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 like it was shooting i'm out sure these there's gummies. someone being like there's nothing in these and then we got all of the thc yeah it's uh someone didn't pull a lever in time at the old weed factory um, imagine there was one weed factory. Well, speaking of weed, we kind of went to a weed we factory. We did go to one. Should we... I mean, here's the thing. Yes. We're, we're going to jump around all over the place. We're not going to give a chronological order of like, on this day we did this in Sonoma, and then we did this, and then we went to Vegas. Who's and saying then we did jump this. around again? Who's saying that song? Jump around. House of Pain? House of Pain. That's the one. We're an odd name for a, a rap, rap When we group? were in Vegas, we went to a place called... Uh, wait. Something 13. Cloud 13. Station 13? Cloud 13? I think it was Cloud 13. Was it Cloud 13? Almost positive. 13 in the in the name, and it's a Vegas... It's apparently the largest dispensary in North America. And it's huge. It yeah. looks like... And it has restaurants within it, giant weed um, area. And then, I honestly... I was like, am I at like SpaceX taking a tour? It felt like a space station. It felt like you were at the space station yeah. and then looking through the glass where they build rockets, but that's where they make a lot of their product. Yeah, it looked like a, one of the most intense, well-lit laboratories you've seen in a long time. It was a weed factory. If you stumbled in there and then woke up, you'd be like, they're creating the COVID-19 vaccine in here. But no, no, no. They're chopping up gummies Yeah. and uh, you know, trying to get people fucked up, but in a sanitary way. I mean, th we did buy some gummies from them and we did get balls to the walls high Maybe again it's just us no it's it's the regulations on these gummies i'm telling you the regulations well one, why don't you go to city hall i will this uh, this one was five milligrams that we took and i didn't yeah. even take the whole thing and i remember reading in the car so we took it and then this is when we're in vegas and then we are going to some like restaurant and as we're in the car driving we're not driving by the way our friend's no. driving yeah i'm just i look at the back of the package and it's like fast onset for a more predictable high so and as soon as i read that i was like oh no and then i got out of the car i'm like oh no and then we went to this bar slash restaurant so wait does that mean it, it activates quickly that's what it's saying it's like activates quickly so you know where you're at yeah i okay. think it, i think it was that um which which i appreciate because it's not that like Thank you, okay Gummy. when am i gonna feel this should i take more you know yeah. what i mean so i get that but oh my god it was we went to a like lot. a locals vegas bar which was off 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 the strip ichabods it's called ichabods and if you drove by it it's in some shitty little plaza you would never if you were in vegas as a tourist you would never ever ever stop there but we were with two locals that were like this place pays out it's got video poker and they're regulars there it. they know yeah. the staff and it was like you walk in and everyone's smoking uh, not a lot of masks at the time, even though there was a mask mandate. But there was like a like lounge singer who was amazing. Ooh, amazing lounge singer. Bunch of old people slow dancing. My edible kicked in hard and I got real emotional watching it old men dance with their old wives or oh. mistresses. 
that we would never know the story, but it, it was intense. I was like, I felt when, you know, when you're the type of high where you reach your hands out in front of your body and it feels like they're an extra like foot long, <laughs> you're like, you're, you almost have a fisheye lens in your brain. And I was playing video poker and I'm like chugging beers and the beers have no effect on me. I thought I was chugging, but I drank two beers. You weren't. Yeah. You were being very slow with it. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the good thing about it is like we had been drinking so much in Sonoma and Vegas and that was our last night. Yeah. And I had like you know, a drink yeah. and then a glass of wine. But then you're like, I'm fucked. I drank all night. You're <laughs> like, no, all night was that five minutes. It's five just minutes so funny like how you night. revert to being like, cause you're perfectly fine. Nothing's wrong. But then I, like we were ordering dinner and part of me, sometimes I was like, I need an adult. Like I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm doing this right. <laughs> like I just, well, that's why we were watching a documentary about mushrooms the other day and some about like the fungi in general. Yeah. Which included magic, included mushrooms. magic mushrooms. And there was like therapists that use it for therapy and like to have somebody like monitoring you. I would, I would love that. I would love if there was like a high monitor. I just would to check in. If we all had a high chaperone, a high chaperone, just to make sure that you were safe. Yeah. Is that what you want? Because it's what I want. I know, but who? How, first of all, how much would a high chaperone charge? That's the thing. If you could they hire get a high. chaperone for like a night or something, or are, are they high as well? Are they just really good at getting That's high? That's actually a like, really good idea. High if chaperone. You, if you want to get high, obviously you have to sign off all this paperwork. Like if you die, it's on the chaperone's fault. <laughs> yes. But like, just traumatized chaperones just wandering around, being like, I well, hope you, this is you like can't my be fully responsible. Big, but if it's yeah. like, I want to do mushrooms with you know, it can't be like out of hand or anything with, with one or two friends. And I want a, like a professional to be here just in case anything happens. Cause this one in particular, this was to treat depression and I, I would love to do this. I almost think we're describing a paramedic. <laughs> I think we're No, just... but someone, cause this woman, she's like, okay. So these, sometimes it was people who were like terminally ill or had like really bad depression or whatever. And they give them the magic mushrooms. They put like headphones on them in a in a blindfold, and they just lay down there and they go through all these emotions. And she was literally well, the therapist goes through their purses and, and, and she wallets. was literally holding the man's hand the whole time and he's and talking him through and whatever. Like she's yeah. just there, so it's not just like a paramedic who's there to like revive you if you. That's not bad either. Die. I wouldn't mind a paramedic. No, a but medical... I, I want someone who's a bit more like, you know, yeah, the like world. Like a hippie nurse. I want a hippie nurse. Like, yes. I want like a like a shaman or someone someone to just protect me. A shaman has uh, many robes, don't they? Wouldn't they get hot in the Vegas heat? I don't know. If Who a says I'm doing work. this in Vegas? Oh, I thought we were describing. I was trying to figure out where these chaperones would exist. Everywhere. It would have to be in a place where it's. It would have to be like Amsterdam, where highness is like the fucking bag. There, it's like you go there to get high. I don't know if people. I don't know if people go to Vegas strictly to get high yet. I was. I was talking about everywhere. Yeah, but that's a big business. Uh, yeah, you got to narrow th- in on I the market think, first. I think in in big ways. Too big. Your big wife has big ideas. My big wife over there. You see her over there next to the buffet. Hey, <laughs> she's me. got big ideas, and she's high, and that's her chaperone next to her. So hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm the weed chaperone. I know you're high, but it is fine. I only speak in rhymes. Oh that my god. That would be a nightmare. A high chaperone only speaking in rhymes. Like no. a cat in the hat style high chaperone. No, thank you. I would like my high chaperone to have one of those tall, stripy cat in the hat hats. 
Absolutely not. Well, in case you're in a crowd, what if you're at a concert and you're like, where is my high chaperone? No, the high chaperone has, you know, uh, you have like a, a bracelet and they have a bracelet and it, it, it's like a tracking device. What if you're handcuffed to them by no. the ankle? Why do you make it so bad? Because <laughs> it would be scary, but also you're like, uh, you're in this with me. We're not no, going I'd rather anywhere. like a long silk leash or something around my wrist. Yeah, that'd be all right. <laughs> I always wondered like, is there something you can... Because you know those movies where it's always like like three prisoners break out and they're tethered together by the ankle yeah. and they got to escape. I wonder if there's like a business out there, like an escape room type thing. I wonder if that's the next level of escape room. It's like you're tethered to two of your friends and you got to escape. Or they take it to the next level. It's like we sew you to your friends. Fucking yes. um, What's that bad movie? Scary? Ugly? Centipede. Human centipede. Centi- centipede Still human. never seen it. Read the Wikipedia. That was enough for me. Yeah, we human centipede you and your friends and... But not the mouths or anything gross, but the sides, <laughs> like the spare skin on your sides. And you got to figure a way out of it. Yeah. See, there you go. There's a good idea for you if you're looking to open a new <laughs> escape room. Is that what you want? A human centipede with your friends? I... Because I was curious about that movie. I was like, you know what? Maybe for Halloween, maybe something scary. It's too much. That is like... That is the limit. I don't want something that's going to change the way I think... Yes. For the rest of my life. There are scary <laughs> movies that have done that. Like The Exorcist was one for me. Like, I think I mentioned this on the podcast a few times, but I was terrified as a kid. But And I was like, I don't know if I want that type of movie. And I even read the Wikipedia for Human Centipede. I was like, what happens in this movie? And it goes through the whole plot. And I'm like, I can't imagine watching that. I hate that I read this. Imagine writing that. I hate so that a human being sat down and read it and enough people bought it. Enough people were like, yes. Oh my God. The shows, the because Lucy we're Goof. we're all sickos. We're, we're all, all disgusting. sick. But I'm tr- like, I'm think, trying to think of goofy, fun ideas to pitch. And there was a guy out there or people that were like, yes, tethered to someone's asshole with a mouth. That's a million dollar idea. It fucking worked. There was an audience for that. And there was an audience for that. I hate, uh, we're sick. We we're deserve all climate sick change. We're all like, we, we all know that we're <laughs> sick in the head. So we're like, well, I better watch this sick movie because I know I'm already sick and I better punish myself. Yeah. I just hope aliens weren't paying attention when a human centipede came out. The aliens probably love it. They're like, oh, that's how we say hello. By t- sewing <laughs> your mouth to your yeah, asshole. That's the highest honor. It's a or- long hello. <laughs> it's a real long hello. Um, huh. Anyway, what else happened in Vegas? We went... Okay, so we're going backwards here. Okay. We were in Vegas. Should, should we should we go back to like Sonoma now? Should we like start with Sonoma or do you want to... Yeah, let's go there. So... Um, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, go there. Listen, let's, let's go there. Um, so as you know, I think last podcast I mentioned this, I was a finalist in this Murphy Good <gasps> job, wine job contest mm-hmm. thing. I don't, I don't even know if we call it a contest because it's... It was like a contest basically like... We'll pay you $10,000 a month. You get to live in Sonoma rent-free in this yeah. beautiful house, and you just work for us for a year. Yes. So they contacted me. They flew me up there with uh, 16 other finalists. Julia came too, uh, because why the hell not? It's right in Healdsburg in Sonoma. So we get up there, and uh, it's it's exciting. It's very beautiful. It's like such a cute little quaint little little ding ring dingling town it's the kind of town where there's like a square like where the where the park is and things happen in the square like a farmer's market and a musical band and a, yeah. a swap meet and a whatever and everything kind of revolves around the square it's very cute yeah 
I had a mild anxiety because I was like, oh my God, do I want this job? Am I going to live up here? Am I going to work a job job? That's what kicked in. As much as I'm very appreciative of, of this opportunity, it was great. I got to meet some great people, make some great connections. I sound like a real businessman. But um, I was like, oh my God, this is a job. Like it's a job job. Yeah. Because uh, the whole itinerary was like, one day half the group goes on a tour of wine country. The other half of the group has an interview, mm-hmm. like a job interview. And I was like the second interview on the first day at like 7 a.m. It was so early. Which was the day after like everyone's like partying, getting to know each other. That every single night they got as drunk as hell, which I thought was funny because it's like I thought wine people were supposed to be super fancy about their booze. Here's the thing about wine people from yeah. every wine book, which I've read, which is a lot. Everybody in the wine industry gets ball to the walls drunk they They know how to to party and at the hotel we were staying at there was other wine events happening the next morning i have never seen coconut water in such big tetra packs (laughs) in my life literally everybody had the world's biggest coconut water so it's like everybody who was there for something wine related just like fucking turn up it was crazy which that was so funny to me because it's they would always talk about the flavors and the essence of wine and then you have enough wine you can't taste anything and I think that's the, you know, that's when everyone got tuned up, but, uh, had my interview, which was like scary. Cause I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, do I want a job job now? Like, I don't know if I want a job. I've been out of a uh, business for so long, you know, right. like the, the, so it was that, that's what's kind of scared me the most. Um, cause I was like, I just want to make funny videos for your social media, please God. Um, so that, that gave me some anxiety, but they were very nice about it. They um, all seemed like they honestly seemed like the coolest group of people. Like I didn't, I didn't spend cool. a lot of time with them. I just yeah. met them kind of at the end, but I was like, what a good company to work for. And had you like, if, if you got the job, like it's obviously you can't say no. It I wouldn't been have the said no. I would have I would have done it because there was like, it was just a great business. I don't know. Everyone was very nice. They were like, we were like a family here. I know every fucking company says that, but it was like genuinely like most of them were related to each other. Um, <laughs> One of the things we did, I mean, a couple of things. So they took us on a helicopter tour around Sonoma, Mm -hmm. which was mental. I've never been in a helicopter before. Just rising up above the ground without like taking off or anything. It's like you're in succession. It was, I felt like I was like, fuck off. Take me to, take me to my chopper. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off now. Uh, Kendall, fuck off. If you haven't seen succession, watch it. That's a bang on impression coming at you. Succession impression. Um, so we're in the helicopter. It's beautiful. It's like some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever said, seen. Um, it quickly became the fire tour of Sonoma. <laughs> the helicopter pilot was it like, he was like, there's uh, some weed fields down there. There's a bunch of weed that grows here. There's some grapes. And he's like, that caught on fire over there. That's never coming back. He's like, that's going to catch on fire. Big fire over there. <laughs> and we're all like, geez. And he's like, something over there is currently on fire. That's a new one. <laughs> I'm like, can you go back? I almost said, I'm like, can you go back to talking about nice things for a second? Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about I mean, fires all the time. Well, that's the reality, man. That's climate change for Shit's you, dog. Fire. Um, and then there was a wine blending seminar where it's like they gave us three wines. It was like a petite Syrah, uh, a Cabernet, and a Pinot Noir. Mm. And it was like trying to figure out how to do a proper wine blending and this percentages, whatnot. I was very loose with my numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. You know, I eyeballed a lot of it. You put it in a little veil, and then you give it a num, you give it a name, you give it a description. And I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, fuck. Some of these are actually wine people. So I made a wine. It was mostly. Syrah, mm-hmm. some Pinot Noir, some Cabernet. That sounds nice. It was good. I thought it tasted fine. 
<laughs> it, it didn't taste great, but I called it uh, I called it your mom's couch because it was familiar, comfortable, and will always be there when you need it. Stupid, And right? they liked that. And they liked they it. They loved and it. And I won the wine blending <laughs> contest. I know. Well, you text and I'm like, how's it going? You're like, I won the wine blending contest. I know. I'm getting a free case of wine. I'm like, Jesus. Apparently, they're sending me a free case of wine from this wine blending thing. But I was like, I was like, it didn't taste good. But I think if you're funny enough, flavor doesn't matter, I guess. Um, wow. Either way, it was crazy. Fancy dinners. I met a farmer that farms only micro vegetables. I didn't know that was a job. Yeah, little baby cute veggies. Little baby vegetables that he sells for an astronomical amount of money. Like what are those? Like it, it looks so. It looks like a little watermelon, but it's like a cucumber. Cucumelon. Like, a cucumelon, but yeah. it's so cute. It's it like look. Yeah, you bite into it, it, tastes like a cucumber, but it's a little watermelon. And it's like the size of like a big kumquat. Yeah, and there was herbs that I've never didn't even know existed. There was like chocolate mint it just grows like that mm. it smells like chocolate and mint there was oyster leaf which you rip it off and you eat it and it tastes like raw oyster which was insane there was like banana uh, herb or, or pineapple herb oh there was so many crazy things it was insane it was one of the most luxurious trips i've ever been on so not getting the job fine with that the experience itself did you even say that that you didn't get the job i didn't right get now? the job yeah he didn't i get think the you job. led with that didn't you say I didn't get it? I don't think so. Okay, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I did. Anyway. Um, yeah, they called pretty lickety split like almost a week after and they were like, listen, we didn't. But it sounds like I'm going to be working with them in some capacity regardless of that job, which is almost better for my scenario. Which so. is what you wanted going in. You're like, you know what? As long as I, I make like a some sort of impression on these people and have some sort of relationship with them. And, and you said like, ideally I'd like to make videos and I feel like that's what you're going to do and it's going to be great. But also we've been talking about making a pilot for... A wine show, you yes, and I. Yes, I don't want to give too much away because it's actually a great idea, and I don't. Yes. I literally don't want people to steal it. But we would need a vineyard. Like I talked to my manager about that, and he was like, he was like, yes, people would want that. Um, and I was like, uh, but he's like, you need a vineyard on board to film this at yourself, basically. Right. So this is I don't know, maybe a good maybe we'll connection make a to make a little sizzle up in Sonoma. We'd have to fly a crew up, or maybe hire somebody local. I don't know, but. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. And I'm proud of you, I dare say. Thanks. And so can I talk about myself for a bit? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I was there too. Yep. Um, I was there. And you know what? It's nice having a little, as much I was, not that I was jealous. I was just like, I, I had a bit of envy. I'm like, I want to go on a helicopter and these fancy dinners of and be a part of this. But I, I took myself out and around and uh, had a lovely time. Just a gal about town. I got my nails done. A, a, a mani pedi for the first time in like two and a half years. Yeah. I took myself out for like solo tastings and nice like dinners. I talked to a lot of old men. A lot of old men. Well, there's a lot of old people there. So it was a solo lady yeah. having having drinks and oysters. I, I, I truly ate like a queen. And then on the last night, I got to hang out with your whole crew, which was so nice. Like Didn't you get I, an actor there? Oh, yeah. I met some actor. Because she was also solo tasting. Yes, I was solo tasting and then she came and then she she was sitting, like we were both sitting on the patio and she looked at me. She's like, are you also solo tasting? I'm like, I am. And then she's like, what are you, where are you from? I'm like, LA. She's like, me too. And she's like, what do you do? I'm like, comedian and actor. She's like, oh, we find each other. She's like, can I just sit with you? Like, can I sit with her? And I was like, yeah, come. That's nice. We were, ch we were chatting. It was so nice. And then I was like, 
who are you on Instagram or whatever? I'm like, so I look literally like this girl's on a show and has been doing so much. And then she's going to like, I, I don't think she followed me back or anything. Cause she's like actually, does she have like half a million followers or something? Yes. Like- <laughs> and she's been on like, and it's a show I've never heard of, but clearly people, yeah, we watched a trailer for it. It's a fucking show. It's a show. It's show. A real she's show. like a lead on it. And I was like, I, I was basically an extra in Curb Your Enthusiasm once and I did a student film. I wish we had more information because I'm sure people are listening like, who the fuck was this actor? I don't remember. I remember. <laughs> I mean, I'm blanking on her name right now, but I'll, I'll talk about her next time. You know what? She, she has enough. She's got enough. She's got enough. But it was just... But it, it was, was nice. It was a nice... It was a nice time. I really enjoyed exploring. And then... We got really tuned up the last night because last night got extra tuned. Well, because so I I went to the restaurant that you guys were eating at because yeah. I I wanted to like maybe try to crash the party, which I eventually did. Yeah. Um, and then we played this like game called Liars Dice. Liars Dice, which I think I've only played in like old Western video games. Like it's an old timey game where you shake dice in like a cup and then you gotta say what you got or and try to convince others that they got a certain number it was very weird it was a very strange game but we all had fun and then <sighs> then one of the the contestants contestants it's like we're gonna go back to my room for a hotel party we're like maybe we'll go for a drink of course it's the room like next hours yeah and it was, was a professional wrestler too he'd been in the wwe this is how an eclectic mix of these people i oh, god i forget his name but he he like was this jacked man who was like one of those wrestlers that like he even said he was like the big time wrestlers beat the shit out of kind of thing. Right. He was he was like yeah when I come in the ring he's like they, you know they're gonna fucking slam me all over and I'm the guy. <laughs> and I was like well, that's a fun job though. Is it cool? I think it's cool. Do you want you want to be the guy that gets slammed? Yeah, no pressure. You're like you're in the mix, but you're not a big time celeb. I guess so. Um, anyway, so we went there for a second. I'm like, this is, I'm like, I could see the night about to take a turn. And then we went uh, back to our hotel room. Thank God. Cause then the next day we went to get up fucking ass early drive, like almost two hours to San Francisco. Yeah. Get shuttled there and then take a flight to Las Vegas, baby. Yeah. It felt crazy. It felt crazy going from also, I, I said to a couple people, they're like, because they're like, what are you doing? Are you going home after this? I'm like, no, the wife and I are going to Vegas. And they're like, you know, obviously don't have kids or a dog. We have zone. Nothing says we have no responsibilities. Well, that's the thing. Like, we want to get a dog. So I'm like, I want to get this stuff out of my system before I get a little pooch. Get it out of ya. So yeah, we went right there. Wait, should we do like warm and fuzzy and then incorporate what happened in Vegas as like a warm and fuzzy? I don't know. Do we have to segment these things? We're already 30 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want okay we'll do warm and well, fuzzy well now I just feel like we're live <laughs> journaling uh, yeah okay well let's warm and fuzzy it let me write no, down we can, we can just no we can just continue what we're doing then I don't know I thought it had a good flow it did have a good flow up and I fucked it now. up okay so we flew to Vegas <laughs> let's say what happened in of course this yes. is a live journal um <sighs> we sound manic yeah we are because this is the first time okay we've so really we flew talked. to Vegas we land oh my god we touched down in Vegas and we're like a bit hungover we're a bit hazy we get our bags and our friend christine von higgin it was her birthday that day she was picking us up at the airport on her birthday because she's amazing so we're about to get on like the shuttle or the sky train or whatever the fuck it's called in vegas and then over the pa we hear announced they're like uh we're uh reporting or um an 
Wait, what was his name? We're looking for a man. Oh, yeah. Come to this this desk. We're looking for, for Anthony, Anthony Fudge. Fudge. You're like, Tony Fudge. Tony Fudge. Could Anthony Fudge please report to... I'm like, yeah. oh... I was like, Vegas is already the best. We started dying, but everyone was masked up, so I couldn't tell if other people were just quietly laughing. I was like pointing at people being yeah. like, oh, you I hear I was trying to gauge their eyebrows. I'm like, are your eyebrows moving? Sometimes people, their eyebrows move when people laugh. I can't tell who's laughing anymore, and I hate it. Tony um, Fudge, you know, it just started the day off, or the Vegas time off, with a bang. We checked into the Palazzo. We should have went to the desk that he was called at. I need to see what Anthony Fudge looks like. Let's look him up later. Look there him can't be later. that many Anthony Fudges. I'm picturing in my mind's eye a man, and he's got dark circles around his eyes. <laughs> and he I'm is either tired. picturing that or like a man with like like clown's hair. Clown hair, maybe. <laughs> or like, you know, super successful, super, super handsome man. But he's like, Fuck, I would love my name's if Anthony, Anthony Fudge. Fudge was just like the hottest man alive. Jacked and chiseled Anthony Fudge. But he's like, judging by my name, my appearance could go south at any minute. Because then I would be the true Anthony Fudge. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Sure. You want to don't get too fudgy. That's what his mom would say. Don't be too fudgy. That's our name. Anyway, what were you saying? I don't know. So we checked into the Palazzo and was, because of my standing with Hotels.com. Great standing. Gold, platinum I'm a, standing. I'm a gold member or whatever. Um, so they're like, yeah, you'll get like an upgrade if it's available. So... She gave us this like sick upgrade. So we had like a suite, like this massive suite at the Palazzo. It was Palazzo. enormous. It was so nice, which sucks because we were only there for a night. We barely had time to. It actually kind of looked like the lobby of a fancy apartment building. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the whole room felt like a lobby of sorts, but there was a bed in it and there was a nice tub that we never used. A very nice shower that had like the sprayers on like up and down the wall so you could like hose your yeah i walked in and you were like literally like shooting water into your b-hole yeah because it was like exactly there and i was like i gotta get the soap out of there and you know i like my clean holes unlike jake gyllenhaal my husband likes his clean holes i'm opposite gyllenhauling in the shower i'm getting everything clean um it's a very nice time very good hotel yeah, we went um, to the we went to the pool that day uh, with with Christine von Hagen, and then okay, so okay, oh, because we hadn't really been eating dinner together or anything like that. So I was like, I have actually never in Vegas, other than once, I went to STK for my best friend's uh, bachelor party. But I'm like, I've never had like there's so many five star restaurants in Vegas. I'm like, I've never gone for like a real like big blowout dinner. So I was like, fuck it. So I made reservations. We had reservations at some other steakhouse, but it was indoors and I was freaked out about eating indoors. I'm like, I'll make it on a patio. So we were going to go to like this beautiful patio by the Bellagio, la la la. It was a whole reason we booked. But then it rained in Vegas for like literally 45 minutes. It never does. I've never been there for rain. Never rains. So, but then it was, but then it was over in a second. So then we go to our dinner, which was like a late reservation. And she's like, oh, your table's over here. I'm like, oh, what about the patio? Because when I... When I made the reservation, I specifically said, I'm like, I will only go if it's a patio because otherwise I'm not. And she's like, I totally understand. Yeah. Nobody told me that the patio wasn't open because of the rain. The funniest part was they were like, the patio's closed. And then we sent all the workers that were working the patio home to make it impossible for it to reopen again. It was there. And they were also like, it's wet. It rained. So then we sent all those people home. That's an odd business model. It is because it rained for like not long and then and it was hours after it anyway i was like okay and then i was like if i'm like dropping money at a place i i want to feel comfortable and i was like fuck this i'm like you know what it's fine never mind so we we left after (sighs) 
We went to Margaritaville. Of course, we went to Margaritaville. It's on the strip, Margaritaville, baby. but it was disgusting. Let me tell you, perfect. we got in there and and we went because it, it had like um, all like the giant windows were open and it felt like you were outside. Yeah. But we get in there and she's like, "Kitchen's closing, so you have to put your order in." She's like, "Also, we close." I'm like, "Oh my god, you close at 10? I'm like, "We wouldn't have come in. We literally had 15 minutes to spare." It's Jimmy Buffett hours because anyone anyone who listens to Buffett is Goes like 65 plus and they go to bed at four. <laughs> so we're like, so we chugged a margarita from like a plastic cup, ate the dirtiest plate of nachos. It was dirty. Just, I like too. that we went from like prime steakhouse to yeah. like Margaritaville. I like those nachos though. They were just disgusting enough. Just disgusting enough. Yep. But then it was just like, here's my warm and fuzzy. Uh, here's part of my warm and fuzzy. I don't know if I'm going to put the music in for this. Um, no, you don't have to. Okay. It's a. Uh, <laughs> we ended up going to the piano bar. At I'm going to do a warm and fuzzy and cold and stabby all in one story. Oh my god! Should I layer the? No, I'm not going to put the music. We in. went. It could be fun. <laughs> we went to the piano bar, which I often go to. Yeah. Um, and there's a Polish bartender who Christina Walkenshaw knows. How did? Okay, you kept saying this. How do you? Did you guys get? She found out he was Polish. Is he like have a heavy accent? His name is. Oh my god! I'm blanking on his name, but it's it's like a Polish sounding name. And I think we started talking, and then. He found out my name and he's like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't and know. this was, this is uh, like a years ago when Christy and I went, he's always working. And so we started chatting, chatting, but he pours crazy pours. Very stiff. Like when I was gambling there with Christina, like I got fucking wasted because he's trying to kill you, which you realize because we ended up ordering one drink from one bartender, which was a normal drink. Yeah. And then the Polish bartender gave us a drink and we died. I saw him pour. It was a half a cup of Patron at least. It was insane. It was crazy. And I'm like, I'm telling you, the Polish bartender is trying to kill us. Yeah. But anyway, that was... All the bartenders there try to kill you. Just sidecar for a second. They're all trying to kill you in Vegas, which is crazy. One of the mornings there, it was like we were having Bloody Marys and the bartender kept pouring shots of Jameson and being like, did I hear you say shots? I'm like, I'm at the age where it's not funny to do this anymore. Yeah. I feel sick and I'm going to be sick on your bar. And we didn't do them. I was like, I'm not not doing your shot of Jameson at noon anyway las vegas travel tip the bartenders are trying to kill you go yes. ahead yes so the piano bar it was just so lovely it's like a dueling pianos thing and i was having a nice time we were so the mask mandate hadn't gone back into effect so we're sitting there we're the only ones masked we up. wore masks the whole time we wore masks the whole time. just in case whatever and the the poor staff is like by the way at midnight um Everybody has to wear a mask. We have a bunch of masks to give out. And then the whole crowd boos. Clearly from Texas. They went crazy. They so, were booing the piano players like they had some hand in it. I'm like, yeah, they didn't like, make this idiots. mask mandate. And then Matt, this is my cold and stabby. Matt saw some drunk guy pick up because the, they were like, we have masks to give everybody. Picked up a stack of beautiful clean masks yeah. and threw them in the trash. Yes. It was like it was his wife. I remember brought them over to the table. She was like, I think we have to wear these at midnight. And he went. Boo! He like booed in her face and then booed the piano players and then grabbed them and then like looked around the room and then threw them in the garbage like it was some like fucking presentation. I was like, everybody wants you to die. Uh, I'm glad you're not wearing a mask. What? It's just a, just a horrible man. And then we're like, okay, let's get out of the here because it's turning like it's getting a bit of a vibe. Getting a little blue in the piano bar. So we're like, I feel like the night is winding down at this point, but we're staying at the Palazzo. So we're like, maybe let's gamble at the Palazzo bar. Yeah. So do you want to take over this part? Because so I feel like this is your warm and fuzzy. Yeah, we post up. I mean, I, I want to say cash is my warm and fuzzy, but it felt nice. Um, we post up at the bar right near our elevator. So I'm like, we're close to home. Let's just relax, have some drinks. We'll have a good time. Playing, I have 
video poker going and I had it was like I remember it was a Jack King Queen 10 mm-hmm. of hearts mm-hmm. and then there was one card to and you were playing double double bonus poker? double double bonus okay. poker and so I held all the I was chasing a royal flush I'm like, uh, never, I mean at that point you have to you got to because I was like it's so close I remember even casually being like check this out like that's close pretty close like I was yeah. expecting to look at you and go pretty close and I hit it and it hit it hit a royal flush which has never ever happened to me immediately won like twelve hundred dollars it was so exciting. It was insane. I'm like, I'm like giddy, like an idiot. I'm looking around at people like they're going to be happy for me. There's a couple of bros that were like, whoa, pretty big win. And there was like the poor old man that was like next to us. That Who'd been clearly playing. been there for hours. Hours. Like, just like it, it like deflated him. He was like, yeah. But we needed that because we had been kind of like losing all night. I was not playing well. I was down. But then I was up. And then the drink started coming, and then uh, the uh, the feelings were elated, and and then you cashed out. I cashed because I immediately cashed out. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not leaving twelve hundred dollars no. in the machine." Went to the cash, and I was like, "Check it out!" And then she, the cashier, could have gave because it, it a is shit. such. I mean, twelve hundred dollars. It's not a big for, amount of money, but it's it's a big amount. It's for Vegas, over thousand dollars. Literally, chump change. Yeah. So she was like, very good. Like I was expecting, like a congratulations or like you're the best player in the world, something. Anything. She didn't say anything. Uh, gives me my money. So I go back, put some cash in. I think I put a hundred dollars in because I was like, because it came like, when did you get hundred dollar bills? Ooh, they got a Ooh, feeling to them. Crisp. They're crisp and they're like, they're like a dark blue kind of. Yeah, because they're not used as much. Yeah, they're not for the peasants. They're for the elites of society. And so I think I gave one to you and uh, I put one in and we just started casually playing. Free drink tickets are flying out of the machine because we're playing so well and so much. And then, uh, Casually, again, I get like three aces. And I, I hold them all. I get a fourth ace with a deuce kicker, and that's six hundred dollars. Same machine. Same machine. Like I swear to God, I was kind of drunk, but I was like, it feels like it was like three or four pulls after the real flush. It happened so quickly. It happened very rapidly. It was mental. And when I'm, I'm so I've never been more happy about not staying at that fancy restaurant because we would have lost so much money that night on yes. food or whatever. So instead we ate dirty nachos and then we won big. Sometimes you drag your ranted dick up and down the strip just enough that uh, the town rewards you. Yeah. And it was, it set a good tone for the rest of the weekend because we had, we're like, now we budgeted in money that we were already up. We did not really win Again, we won little tidbits here. Well, that's and there. the thing. I like I at one point because what was I mostly play um uh double uh, sorry I mostly mostly play deuces wild so I got like a lot of like five of kinds I got a lot of I got a lot of royal flushes with deuces yeah which, don't which is exciting much. oh double double I got I got four of a kind or no what did I get I got a royal flush I got something fun playing double double where it was like. I had like 160 yeah. bucks. A smarter person would have stopped playing because I'm like, what are the odds? I'm going to hit anything. But after we're hitting in those two Vegas to you might as well. and have fun. Also, as we're leaving, because I remember every time I fly into Vegas, there's like slot machines in the airport. And yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is playing this? Who's going to win? And according to uh, Christine and Luch, the two uh, friends of ours that live in Vegas, she, they're like, people sometimes win in the airport and it like makes the news. Because like, that's probably how seldom it is. That's how seldom it is. They're like, somebody wins a jackpot at the airport. Uh, but we thought we were going to be those idiots because we're like, now we're those people. We played video poker at the airport like 
actual scum. I felt very scummy doing that. I was like, like, there's no way anything's going to happen. We're not going to make the news, but that would have been the perfect end of the weekend. At that point, it's like, you know what? Is this amount of money going to change my life? Yeah. Let me fucking play it. No, just fucking play it. And And then... also, like, what are you going to say? I was going to say, we at the end of the day, we walked away up money. We walked away up money. And I will say this. I did want to mention this. If you're looking to go traveling anywhere, this one week of travel really opened my eyes to what is actually going on in society. Not to bring it down at all. But it was like, every business we've gone to has been like, please work here. We need workers. Yeah. And even Vegas, it was like evident. Like, it may be... At the point where it's like, yeah, you can go there, but it's like, set your expectations because there is a lack of workers in this country or all over. Yeah. And it is like different. It is different. Every, even the airport, you're like, things are different. Like flights are delayed. Everything's well, kind of our like. Our flight was delayed an hour because they're like, we had to like fly. We had to fly a pilot from LA because there's like a shortage of staff. There's a shortage of like fucking pilots. So it's like. It's very different. So I don't. It, this this is the biggest thing I got from. I mean, there's a lot I got from last week, but that was the biggest thing. Where it's like, yes, society is uh, the engine is starting up again, but the gears are a, a bit rusty, getting back in the hop. And I feel like people are either. I read an article about this about um, like servers talking about how people eating at restaurants again are some of them are just so horrible. Yeah, and sh- the person was like. The people who were nice before the pandemic are extra nice, like yes. tipping extra. But the people who were like fussy or bad kind of, you know, customers before are like nightmares. And yeah. I really got that vibe from yes. Vegas. I either saw people being like overly polite and going out of their way or just like just gross. People are gross. Like you saw a man. Didn't you see him like sh- snort water? Let me and tell then- you what happened. <laughs> I saw a few disgusting things in Vegas. Multiple men walking into the bathroom, removing their masks once they're in, and then just open mouth coughing everywhere. Like now they're, they're like, now's my chance. I can find Now's cough. my chance to cough on my dick. Yeah, I'm going to cough on my own rancid dick. Um, I We were at the bathroom of this place, the show that we were seeing, and this a man walked in. First of all, I was in. I was walking in the bathroom. I heard a noise. It sounded like the the sink was broken. Like I was like, "There's a leak or something." It was a man with his full head in the public sink, snorting water up his nose. I had to glance to see what he's doing. He's not drinking it. I was like, "He's snorting." And then he went, yeah, and he like sneezed all the water all over the counter, and then started rubbing water all over his head and face, like, and then like, rubbed happened? his eyes, oh and then he's like bathing himself like a fucking ape in a creek. And then he fixes himself and then he leaves. And that was it. And then just his debris is everywhere. I have a mask on, thank God. But I'm like, this is why we have this problem. I think it's men's bathrooms that are causing all these variants. I guarantee they're going to be like Vegas men's bathrooms are where all the variants came from. It, it, I don't know. I wanted to think like people would at least be a little bit cleaner after. Like maybe they'd still be assholes, but they'd be just a little bit more. No. You know, but no. But like you said, we are, from what I'm seeing and you're seeing, we're living in a society of extremes where it's extreme shittiness and extreme niceness. And the middle ground is what happened? Where, where's the middle? When's the pendulum going to swing back to the middle? We don't know. But will we find out next episode? We probably won't. Wait, Who are knows? we done already? We're done, Zo Malunzo. We can uh, finally finish 
watching that last episode of F-Boy Island. Oh my God, I didn't even talk about F-Boy Island. We didn't Island. talk about F-Boy. We're, we're deep into F-Boy right now. Why don't we live, leave like little cliffhangers for next time? And you know what? I will write, I will actually write these down so I remember. Okay, yes. so next week, we're going to talk about F-Boy Island. Yeah. And um, yours truly, that's me, just finished her first singing lesson. Yes. And I could hear from the other room. A no, you bit. couldn't. I told you and to put on headphones. Great. I did, but I, I peeked. I sneaked a little peek with no. my ears. Also, what we're going to talk about next week too, someone's smoking a big old piece of pork for the first time and it's both of us. We have a smoker. Well, now we're just giving away everything. We got well, they're going to be like, how was the meat? We're going to find out tomorrow. Tomorrow we're smoking this big fuck off yeah, piece I, of I meat. I cleaned the smoker today. It literally was covered in like meat tar. Yep. Um, meat tar. Oh, man. I hope I don't fuck it up. Um, don't fuck it up. I mean, you're going to help me. I'm going to help. You're going to anyway, help me fuck it up. What did you help the listeners find out uh, where they can follow you online? Huh? They can follow me at Julia Comedy on Instagram and Twitter or at Julia Comedian on Facebook and TikTok, which I never go on. But I did film a new TikTok that I haven't posted. Oh, my God. And you can follow our podcast, ITWYW Podcast on um, Twitter. Or is this what you want podcast? On Instagram. Keep your eyes peeled for that TikTok. I am not filming any new TikToks, but you can follow me, Matt underscore O'Brien, on there, and Matt O'Brien on Instagram, or Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. That's been the episode. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Is it what you want? Tell us what you want. We want to know what you want. Live journaling of a trip that we took. Is that fun? Was this a good episode? I don't know. I, feel I thought like, it was fun. I feel like it's honestly sometimes when I write in my journal where it's just like, I'm just going to free associate. Hope it doesn't sound like we're jerking ourselves off. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm not making people listen to this. Listen, tweet at us if you thought we were jerking ourselves off for 50 minutes. but uh, Or don't. Don't. Just say it quietly to yourself. This is what they did. And is it what you wanted? We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Okay.